Hello, welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and just a few minutes ago, the Denver Nuggets officially won the 2023 NBA Championship. I'm actually on the couch right now watching the postgame celebration. The whole team is on the stage uh, accepting the trophy, and assume, um, I assume that in a few minutes, uh, Nikola Jokic will will be awarded the Finals MVP. So game game five was tonight that I'm recording, or the night I'm recording this. I'm recording this on uh, obviously Monday the twelfth, um, and Denver won game five, ninety four to eighty nine. I want to break down this game a little bit. I didn't record a podcast for game four mainly because I just. I didn't love that game, and honestly, I didn't have too much to say about that game, so I decided not to record a podcast reacting to that game. But I do want to break down everything that happened in Game 5. Tonight, like, this game was absolutely fantastic. It was really close, all the way down. It it came down to the wire, came down to the final minute. Um, A really good game from both teams. Wasn't very high scoring at all. It It was really a defensive battle for both teams, um, and, and that's obvious when you look at the final score, I mean, neither team scored 95 or more points, um, so yeah, that was kind of, kind of the big thing this game, like, it, it wasn't an offensive shootout, it was a defensive battle, and both teams had to grind a bit, um, but yeah, this was an, an awesome game, and I'll go ahead and start out um, kind of break down quarter by quarter. So in the first quarter, after the first quarter, the Heat were up 24-22. The, the Nuggets actually went, uh, went on a huge run early in the game to go up by eight. But then the Heat, they were able to come back. Um, in, in the first quarter, in the first quarter, Bam Adebayo was awesome. He had 14 points and six rebounds and shot six uh, for 11 from the field. He was great early on in this game, and so was Max Struess. Uh, Max Struess has kind of struggled at times this series, but he was really good in the first quarter. He had eight points, three rebounds, and one assist. Um, shot three for four from the field in the first quarter. He was good. And another guy who has struggled throughout this series is Michael Porter Jr., and he, and he played well early on, too. Uh, in the first quarter, he had seven points. Seven rebounds, one assist, and shot three for six from the field. Um, something that was interesting in the first quarter, DeAndre Jordan got some playing time. And once he came into the game, something I noticed was that like, as soon as Jordan uh, stepped on the court, the Heat brought out their zone defense. They are known for, ha- for playing uh, a lot of zone at times, and they brought out that zone defense. And when that happened, the Nuggets offense slowed down a bit. Um, and they were really struggling, and, and that makes sense. I mean, DeAndre Jordan is, no disrespect, a big step down from, from Nikola Jokic, which, you know, obviously, um, and and he doesn't have the scoring prowess or the passing ability that Jokic has, and so he isn't able to draw out the Heat's defense or attack that zone the way that Jokic can. So when he was on the floor against the Heat's zone, the Nuggets offense just couldn't do much. Um, and then, uh, so the Heat started having a lot of success, and then they went up 24-22 after the first quarter, um, and then in the second quarter, or after the second quarter, at halftime, the Heat were up 51-44, 
they were able to, to extend their lead to seven points. Um, and the second quarter was really, really rough for the Nuggets. Um, first thing I noted in the second quarter was the whistle. The, whis- the, the Nuggets were getting a pretty rough whistle in the second quarter. There were times where the Heat were getting really physical, and there were some fouls that, that the refs could have called, and they just didn't. Um, and so I thought there were times where the Nuggets were getting an unfair whistle. Let me get a drink real quick. And that was the first thing I noticed in the second quarter. Sorry, I got dogs out here. This dog is going crazy. Um, another thing I noticed was that the Heat started being super aggressive on defense in the second quarter. By the way, Jokic just got awarded the finals MVP. Shout out to him. But yeah, so in the second quarter of Game 5, the Heat started being super aggressive. They were forcing turnovers, um, and that was huge for them. And that's how they were able to extend their lead so much in the second quarter. And the Nuggets offense as a whole just really struggled in the second quarter. Jamal Murray was really quiet in the first half of this game. Um, The Nuggets couldn't hit open shots in the first half. They shot 6.7% from three, which is obviously really, really bad. And they were killing themselves with turnovers. Like, they had so many bad turnovers in the second quarter. And that really hurt them. And it hurt the flow of their offense. Um, and, and really, and, 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 and that's like one of the biggest reasons why the Heat were able to go up double digits in the second quarter. And then go up by seven at halftime. Um, and then Bam was just great in the first half. He, he had 18 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, shot 8 for 13 from the field. And then Kyle Lowry played pretty well, um, too, in the first half. He, he had a solid half off the bench, had 6 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, shot 2 for 4 from 3-point range. He was good. Um, and then in the third quarter, things changed. The second half was a lot different for the Nuggets than the first half. In the second half, their offense was much, much better. So Denver went on a huge run to start the second half, um, and they were able to tie the score 60-60 midway through the third quarter. And Jokic was being more aggressive as a scorer in the second half, and he was dominating the Heat as a scorer, just taking the game over as a scorer. He's done that at times in this series, and he did it once again in Game 5. Um... And, and one thing the Heat started doing defensively is they stopped doubling Jokic. In the first half, they were doubling Jokic a lot. When he would get the ball in the low post, they would send double double teams at him, which would force him uh, to pass the ball to his teammates. And the Nuggets were getting open shots because of it. However, they weren't hitting them. So the advantage that they were generating or creating uh, as a result of the Heat's double teams, they weren't... Um, taking advantage of that. They weren't, um, you know, punishing the Heat for being so aggressive with their double teams. Um, But that stopped in the second half. The Heat weren't doubling Jokic, and he took advantage of that and and was dominating them as a scorer. Um, The third quarter, there there was one stretch. I wanted to to note this. There was one stretch during the third quarter where there was, like, this unreal sequence where both teams, like, forgot how to play basketball for a, for a minute. There was, like, really bad shots, like, crazy turnovers. It was just an unreal sequence. I saw a lot of people tweeting about it uh, <laughs> during the game. It was hilarious. I mean, it was 
unbelievable what was happening. Um, one thing I have to note is Michael Porter Jr. I talked about him earlier. I talked about him a minute ago and how he had played well uh, early on. Um, and, he, and he was. He was playing r- really well offensively. However, there were times in this game where his shot selection was just horrendous. I, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, he was super aggressive in this game, and sometimes it was to a fault. His shot selection at times was horrendous. There were a few plays defensively where he was just in, in no man's land. I don't know what he was doing. Um, but overall, he had a really good game, um, and he needed that. I mean, he, he, he had had a pretty rough series up to, the, up to game five. Um, and so to see him have a good game tonight... Uh, was awesome, but yeah, th- there were there were a few shots that he took where I was like, dude, you are not quite good enough to take that shot, dude. Like, <laughs> there were some major heat check moments for MPJ, um, but he had some big moments. He was awesome as a rebounder. Um, just a very solid game from him. Overall, he had, he had 16 points, 13 rebounds, 3, assi- three assists. Shot 7 for 17 from the field. Did shoot just 1 for 6 from, from the 3-point line. Um, but he played way better tonight than he than he had throughout the series. So shout out to him. Um, let's see. Yeah, and then in, in regard to this like stretch of, of like bad basketball, it, it was bad basketball, but it was like bad in a fun way. Now, I thought game 5, or I'm sorry, I thought game 4, was a little bit boring and not the best basketball, um, but not in a good way. Like I thought it was like bad basketball, or at least, uh, you know, not entertaining, um, and, and it just wasn't fun to watch. But tonight there were times where it was like bad basketball, but it was like fun. Like it was both teams making silly mistakes or doing crazy things, but it was fun to watch at least. Uh, which I thought was cool. So although like both offenses struggled at times, I thought the game was really really fun, especially in the second half. The second half was so was such a good game and so much fun to watch. Now let's head into the fourth quarter. So heading into the fourth quarter, the the Nuggets were down seventy one to seventy. The Heat um, had a seventy one seventy lead after the third quarter, and the Nuggets they took an early lead in the fourth quarter. Um, they started moving the ball a, a, a lot early on, and that was something that I was begging, begging them to do on Twitter. I was like, "Please, like, if when the Heat get into the zone defense, you need to move the ball. You need to move on offense. You can't just stand around." Um, and then in the fourth quarter, they finally started, you know, moving the ball really quickly, um, and it was getting the Heat out of position. And the, the Nuggets went on a nice little run early in the fourth quarter as a result of that. Um, I thought the Nuggets' defense was also really good in the fourth quarter. I saw some people noting this on Twitter that their rotations were really good and they were suffocating the Heat, um, and I agree. I, I think they are absolutely right. Um, their defense stepped stepped up in a big way in the fourth quarter. Um, but late in, this, in, in the game, um, there was one point with a few minutes remaining where I thought the Heat looked dead in the water. They were down like five to seven points. I don't remember how much they were down specifically, um, but they were down a, a, a little bit. The Heat had, or sorry, the Nuggets, I kind of taking control of the game, and I thought, yeah, like this, the game's over at this point. I, I, I don't see how the Heat are going to gonna be able to win this game. Um, but Jimmy Butler, who who had been really quiet all night long, he really struggled um, for the first three quarters of this game. 
He came up big in the fourth quarter. Had a few big threes late in the game to get the Heat back back in it. Um, and it was a really close game coming down to the final minute 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 and a half. Um, the Heat were down one with like a minute and a half remaining. Um, now Butler had some really rough moments in, in that final minute and a half. Um, he had a a really bad three that he took when the when the Heat were down three. It was a contested three and just a, a really bad shot. And then um, later on, the Heat had like on their last possession. Um, or one of their last possessions, Butler uh, drove drove into the paint, um, got stopped. No one else on the Heat uh, uh, on the Heat was moving. They were all like twiddling their thumbs, and doing nothing, and he ended up turning it over on a bad pass. Um, so although he had some big moments helping the Heat get back into the game, um, he he you know kind of uh, threw all that in the trash when he when he had those had that bad three. That bad contested three and then that turnover um, late in the game. Uh, but yeah, Butler, not a great game, but he did come up big when the Heat needed him the most. So, shout out to him for that. Uh, but yeah, the Nuggets, um, they were able to win in the end. Bruce Brown, um, at one point, the Nuggets were down by two late in the game in the final minute. Uh, they missed a shot. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Jamal Murray who missed the shot. I think he had like a tar- he had like a um, a mid range j- jumper uh, on the move, and Bruce Brown grabbed the offensive rebound, put it back up, made it uh, to give the Nuggets the lead, and then the Nuggets didn't look back. Um, at that point, it was they were shooting free throws for the rest of the game, and they were able to win ninety four to eighty nine. Um, I'll take a look at the box score real quick. Um, look at the numbers for both teams. So. Starting off with the Nuggets, um, Jokic was awesome this game. He had 28 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists, shot 12 for 16 from the field, 1 for 3 from the 3-point line, also shot 3 for 5 from the free-throw line. Um, didn't have that many assists in this game, but I thought his passing was really good. He did have a few bad turnovers in this game, but some of his passes were crazy in this game. Um, but there were times where his teammates just were not hitting open shots, and that has happened a few times in this series, um, which has limited his assist totals. That's one big reason why Jamal Murray has been so productive as a passer and has been more productive than he has or than he's been in terms of assist. Um, Jamal Murray had a quiet game, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, shot just 6 for 15 from the field, 2 for 7 from 3-point range, um, had six turnovers. Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope was great in this game. Had some huge moments uh, defensively and offensively. Had 11 points, four rebounds, two assists. Shot four for 10 from the field. One for five from three point from the three point line. Um, had two steals, three blocks. He was super productive defensively, um, and had a plus minus and plus seven. Shout out to him. Um, I already went over Michael Porter Jr. stats. Aaron Gordon had four points, seven rebounds, one assist. Shot just one for six from the field. But yeah, he had some really big moments in this game. He had a huge block late in the fourth quarter. Um, on this like crazy block where he like blocked the shot. It blocked like a mid-range jumper with his forearm. It was crazy. Um, he had two steals, one block. Had a plus-minus of plus eight. 
It's funny. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is the only starter from the Nuggets who had a negative plus-minus in this game, uh, which is pretty hilarious. And then off the bench, Bruce Brown had 10 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. Um, wasn't very efficient, though. Shot just 4 for 14 from the field and 0 for 5 from the th- uh, from the three-point line. Uh, Christian Brown was uh, pretty productive coming off the bench, had 7 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, shot 2 for 4 from the field. And then Jeff Green had a few minutes, uh, had 4 points, 0 rebounds, and 1 assist. Uh, and uh, for um, the team, uh, the Nuggets, shot uh, 45.2% from the field, uh, just 17.9% from three-point range. Um, they actually got out outshot by the Heat uh, behind the arc. Um, and, uh, their three-point shooting was just bad in this game. It was really, really bad. Uh, but, yeah, so those are the numbers for the Nuggets. Now we can move on to the Heat. Uh, starting off with Bam Adebayo, who had 20 points, 12 rebounds, and one assist. Shot 9 for 20 from the field, 2 for 2 from the free-throw line, had one steal. Um, didn't really have... Um, much production in the second half. I thought it was pretty quiet in the second half. I think he may have only scored two points after the uh, first two quarters, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Jimmy Butler had 21 points, three rebounds, uh, five assists, shot five for 18 from the field, two for five from behind the arc, and nine for 11 from the free throw line. Also had three steals um, and just one turnover. Um, wasn't very efficient as a scorer, and there were times where he just wasn't being aggressive enough offensively, in my opinion. Um, but still ended up having a um, decently productive game, just um, wasn't very efficient as a scorer. Max Struess uh, was solid in this game, had 12 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, shot 5 for 12 from the field, um, just 1 for 6 from the 3-point line, and 1 for 1 from the free throw line. Um, also had a block. And just one turnover. Gabe Vincent was pretty quiet in this game. Had six points, zero rebounds, three assists. Shot just three for 13 from the field. And zero for four from the three-point line. Um, Off the bench, Caleb Martin was solid in this game. Had ten points, five rebounds, and one assist. Um, Also shot four for nine from the field. um, Zero for four from the three-point line. Uh, Duncan Robinson... Um, didn't really do much, had a five points, three rebounds, and three assists, shot two for six from the field, one for three from the three-point line, um, and then Kyle Lowry had an awesome game coming off the bench, um, had 12 points, nine rebounds, four assists, um, also had two steals, um, and just, um, one block and just one turnover. He, he wasn't super efficient, though, um, only had, only shot four for 13 from the field, uh, but, did he, but he did shoot four for nine from behind the arc, um, and he had a plus-minus of plus five. Um, he, he was really good in this game. Um, had some big, big moments in this game. The Heat, once again, uh, didn't shoot very well from three-point range. Shot just 25.7% from behind the arc, um, and shot just 34.4% as a team. Um, the Nuggets like they have for most of the series, dominated the glass um, in terms of rebounds. They had 71 rebounds to the Heat's 50. Um, uh, the, the Nuggets did have more turnovers than the Heat, though. The Nuggets had 14 turnovers. The Heat had 8. Um, uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that's interesting. Uh, the Nuggets had 19 fast break points. The Heat had just 12. Um, but, yeah. What's up, Rocco? This dog 
is losing his mind. Um, but yeah, um, those are the numbers for this game. Uh, before I, you know, end this podcast episode, I do want to talk about, um, I, I want to talk about, you know, just, I want to give props to the Nuggets for this season that they've had. Um, and just the, like the past three years that they've had, I mean, I, Jokic has been awesome the last three seasons. I think he's been the best player in the regular season each of the last three seasons, including this season. Um, and I think that he's been in, in the conversation for the best player in the world. Now, I will admit that even though I am a huge fan of Nikola Jokic, I have had questions at times about his defense and, and whether or not his defense um, would, was bad enough to keep the Nuggets from winning a title. Um, I think that he does at times struggle uh, defending in space. I do think he did that well in this playoff run, but in the past, I think that has been an issue for him. Um, but now, he has shown that, that when surrounded by by high-level teammates and, surround, and when surrounded by high-level defenders, that he can defend at a high level. I thought his defense was awesome, especially in the finals. Like, his defense was so good. In the finals, um, he wasn't he wasn't super productive as a rim protector. Like I don't, he wasn't blocking a lot of shots. But I thought he there were times where he was deterring opponents away from the basket. Um, I thought he he was very active in passing lanes at times. Um, I thought just overall he showed good hands on defense. And he was just awesome in the series. His production was ridiculous for the series. I don't have the numbers right now because the game literally just ended like 20 minutes ago. But I thought he was unreal this series. And he was phenomenal this entire playoff run. This is one of the the more dominant playoff runs I've seen from an individual player. And I've been watching the game seriously since like 2013. Um, So shout out to Jokic. He was awesome. Let me get a drink real quick. I also got to give a shout-out to some of his teammates, like Jamal Murray, who was unreal in the playoffs. His shot-making was awesome. He also was really good as a playmaker. And there were times in, in, in the finals where I thought his defense was really good, where he, he showed high-level intensity on that end of the floor, which is awesome. But his shooting, his shot-making, his shot creation from the perimeter – was awesome, and I think the Nuggets really needed that. I don't think they would have looked nearly as good as they did without Jamal Murray playing um, so well offensively. Um, also want to give a shout-out to Aaron Gordon, who was awesome defensively and had his moments where he played really well offensively, especially in the finals where the Nuggets had a, um, a size advantage versus the Heat. Um, also want to give a shout-out to some of their role players, like Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Bruce Brown, and Christian Brown. Um, all three of those guys um, had their moments in this playoff run and played really well. Christian Brown was so good uh, for a rookie. It's rare to see rookies play this well uh, deep in the playoffs, uh, but he did, and he, he looked awesome, so shout-out to him. Um, Bruce Brown is going to get paid this offseason. He's probably not going to be on, on the Nuggets roster ne- next uh, next year, because he played, he just played too well in the playoffs, and he's going to get paid in free agency. 
So shout out to him. He secured the bag. Um, but yeah, and, and I don't really know where this championship and this finals MVP puts Jokic all time, but I think it puts him a lot higher than people realize. Like, I think that he is probably a top 25 player of all time, and some people may think that that's crazy, but I'm telling you, look at the numbers. Like, Jokic is having an all-time great peak right now. And by all time, I mean top 10. And by top 10, I don't mean back into the top 10. Like, he is such a special player. And I, I, I it's been awesome watching him the last three years. Um, he's so good. And I've been waiting for him to have this opportunity to show that he can, that he can lead a team deep into the playoffs and that he can lead a team to the championship. Because I, I have thought for years that he could. Um, and to see him do it, and to see him, you know, c- kind of vindicate all the praise that he's been getting the last couple of years um, was awesome to see. And he's a great player and a great person. I love the way he handles himself. Um, he's awesome. Um, and, yeah, this is a huge accomplishment for him, uh, winning the title. And, you know, winning a title as as by far the best player on the team and having such a dominant playoff run, that's huge for his, le- for his legacy. Um, and I think that, that he is now, um, he now has a chance to, to, you know, really add on to his legacy and become a, a top 10 player of all time, in my opinion. If he keeps this up, um, he's going to be a top 10 player ever, in my opinion. Um, he's that good, and, and he's been that good the last couple of years. And when you look at the Nuggets roster, it's really young. Like, all of their starters are really young. They're all in, like, their, their you know, mid um, to, you know, they're all in, like, their mid-20s, um, except for Jokic. Jokic is, I think he's 28, um, which is still young. He's still got plenty of time left. He's still, still got uh, many years left in his prime. But, like, Michael Porter Jr.'s young, Aaron Gordon's young, Jamal Murray's young, um, KCP, I don't know how old KCP is, but even, like, some guys they have coming off the bench are, are young, like Christian Brown, um, and they got a lot of draft picks, they just made a trade a few days ago in which they got, um, some draft capital, um, so that'll help out with them, but, yeah, this team isn't going away, they, they, they are, are here to stay, um, and, and they're probably going to be back in the finals again, uh, probably very soon, and probably, they're probably going to be back next season, um, I'm not going to lie, this team's freaking awesome, and I don't, I don't see, um, any other team in the Western Conference being able to keep them from making it to the finals, um, assuming everyone stays healthy. But, yeah, so shout-out to the Denver Nuggets. Shout-out to them for winning the championship this year. It was um, awesome watching them in this playoff run. I thought this was a tremendous playoff run from them. They were dominant. Uh, one, one, of the, one of the better playoff runs I've seen from an individual player in Nikola Jokic and the team. Um, I think they were incredible. They were really fun to watch. Um, it sucks to see the NBA season end because I'm a huge basketball fan. Uh, but it was awesome watching uh, one of my favorite players in the league, Jokic, win his first title and win his first MVP. So shout out to him, shout out to the Nuggets, shout out to Jamal Murray, um, shout out to the rest of that that Nuggets roster and that coaching staff led by Michael Malone. 
They deserve this. They played their butts off, um, and I'm happy for them. Um, now it's off to draft season. Um, and this is all I have for today's episode. Um, later this week, me and my dad will be talking about the NBA draft. We're going to do a draft pod. Um, I've been doing a lot of research for this year's NBA draft. And I've been doing research into the individual prospects. I'm going to be coming up with my big board. I hope to come out with my big board and, and publish it on um, the website that I write for for fansighting called uh, Sir Charles and or, yeah Sir Charles in Charge. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, but I'll be releasing some NBA draft content soon. So uh, look out for that. But you know, like I said, that's all I have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.